Hello and welcome to Roll Plus Heart. My name is Sarah Keep and I'm joined as always by... Bex Watson playing Jazzville. Jen Blundell playing Juniper Poutine. And Helen Gaffney playing Tiddles. When last we saw our trio of disaster lesbians, they were getting ready to head back to the glass tower for the postponed listening group. Jazz put her foot down on Juniper's unrequested judgement, causing a little tension before the group then split up, with Juniper and Flora going to the R&D archives, Tiddles staying to look intimidating at the listening group, and Jazz ascending to the penthouse to talk with Madison. After pretending to listen to the concerns of the workers' union, Bethany Durant gleefully admitted that she wouldn't need them for much longer, having invested in her own proprietary workforce. Meanwhile, having stolen some files that may point towards the missing Dr. McDowell, Juniper and Flora were confronted by multiple versions of Durant's personal bodyguard, Echo. We now return to the conference room, where Bethany strides out of the room followed by Echo. Dallas jumps out of their chair and yells, Hey, we, we're not done! But the pair don't turn back. I think because Tiddles is feeling like the sort of pressure of the situation also, you know, feels kind of like uh, has an affection for Dallas at this point, uh, is going to sort of put a hand on Dallas and say, I, I, th- I think we need to think of something else. This is clearly not working. I mean, yeah, I... <sighs> it was fucking dumb to think it would ever work, but what else can we do? Well, have you heard of corporate sabotage? (laughs) Uh, They look back at you, raise an eyebrow and go, go on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Tiddles Tiddles is going to turn and go, well, we know Juniper is looking for something to use against them. So hopefully Juniper's winning there. But also, I mean... She kind of gave us quite a good indication that uh, she's relying on something else soon. She said proprietary proprietary workforce. Uh, do, you, do you have any idea what that could be? Izzy and Dallas look to Esme, who would probably have dealt with more admin than any of either of them. And Esme's like, uh, I, d- I don't know. I've se- There's some stuff on the books about... Um, She's got. She's had a meeting with this doctor quite a lot recently, but I don't. If there's any more information than that, she's kept it all below the radar. Well, look. I think you know. I don't know what you guys know about uh, striking, but I think uh, you know. I know a lot about causing havoc. They look from one another, and then Izzy just turns to Dallas and then to you and goes, "Yeah, you. Yeah, you know what." That is what we have to do, isn't it? We have to just rally the workers now because if we don't, it's all fucking gone, isn't it? Yeah, because she seems like she's going to have some kind of, I don't know, scabs, I guess. Ugh. Okay, uh, How uh, we need to like communicate with everyone at once. Esme, could you get us into the communication hub? And Esme looks a little bit timid, like, oh, well, I mean, it's not, I don't, is, are we sure there's no other options on the table? You heard what we heard, Esme. She, she, she's clearly a fucking cunt, so. Oh, yep, yeah, I know, but, oh, fuck. Would the proprietary workforce really be able to replace the office staff? Esme. Solidarity, Esme. Um, Jeez. Uh, yeah, Tiddles is going to go, 
Esme, if we don't all stick together, we're going to be completely fucked. They'll replace you eventually. Fuck. Yes. Okay. Fine. Yes. Absolutely. Right. My key card should get us to the communication hub. Let's move. Sarah, have you looked up enough Cars 3 references for this episode? (laughs) (laughs) I love the idea of the way that we're really far in the future, but Cars 3 is just like a classic. classic. Timeless classic. (laughs) Over in the archives, Juniper... Yourself and Flora are being approached by two separate versions of Echo, approaching at speed on their own hover carts. What are you gonna do? Um, Flora, stay on this thing and keep driving. And Juniper's going to... Wait, how far away are... is the nearest one? There is one that is now very close to you, within I... feet. Okay, yeah, so feasible jumping distance. I would like to leap onto that one after instructing Flora to stay at the wheel or however this thing drives and keep going. Okay, um, give me a defy disaster roll and roll plus grace, please. Plus grace. Mm. Better than wit. (laughs) I would also also allow daring. Ooh, can I? (laughs) Yes. Mother may I. Daring is, yeah, that's very nice of you. I've got two plus two in daring. It's the same either way, because I, I rolled say, a seven, so plus two would be nine. Either way, it falls in the middle link category. Okay, so you jump onto the railing of the hovercart and push off, which sort of tilts the hovercart down in a way that slows its momentum a little bit, but gives you the distance to get onto the Echo's cart, and the Echo pulls out a baton and raises it towards you. Yeah. When you roll fight plus... Daring again, go on. You're being very courageous here. Ooh, I rolled an 11 plus 2. That makes it a 13. Woo! Mm -hmm. What do you want to happen here? Well, I don't... I guess Juniper doesn't know that they're robots. She's going to pull her sword off her back and go to push the Echo away from the controls and sort of knocking it to the floor and pinning it down. And hopefully in the process, maybe trying to like biff its helmet off, thinking there's probably a person under there, sort of it's more Stormtrooper style, that these are all just multiple people wearing the same outfit. Or maybe Echo's one of triplets. Who knows? Yeah, I'm going to go for sort of a disarming and to get this, um, disarm this person and knock him down, knock him prone. Okay. Would you want to knock him prone off the cart or just onto the floor of the cart? You know what? Yeah, just, let's just bash him straight off the back of the cart and then I can take control of this one. Great. Yeah. So you jump through the air, sword drawn, you bring it down onto the arm that's holding the bat on, which just immediately you hear, not crack, but like you feel a thick contact. Mm. And the hand releases, dropping the baton off the side. And then you raise your leg and just kick the echo swiftly in the chest. And it just staggers backwards and falls over the railing, giving you a second cart to chase after Flora with. Okay, great. Now it's Gran Turismo. Um, (laughs) I am going to... More like Mario Kart. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, actually. Because I'm going to try and uh, I'm going to put my petal... Petal? Pedal to the metal. <laughs> Pedal to the metal. <laughs> and I know racing. <laughs> and uh, I want to get up. I want to turn the car and try to slam it into the other Echo's approaching cart. 
take them out. Okay, so uh, give me a defy... Mm, is it defying disaster? Yes, because it will go badly if you fail. Yes. Please don't fail. Yes. Uh, with plus, this one is... Oh, you know what? I'm going to be kind again. It can be with grace or daring. You know what? Is there is there a way in this game to buy a buy a point? Is there a way to buy a point? <laughs> no. You, oh, you know what? I have a condition. I have a, a playbook move. Right. So I rolled a six. I rolled a four, which even with plus two okay. is a six. Oof. But I do have a playbook move now. Will you let me use it in this circumstance? It's called for the cause. I have to. Yeah. When you fight Go the on. enemy of your devotion, I would argue that all corporations are against um, donkeys. <laughs> against donkey sanctuaries. <laughs> When you fight the enemy of your devotion, you can suffer a condition to choose an additional option from the fight move, even if you roll a minus six or six or below. You can inflict a condition a second time within a single fight move this way. <laughs> so that means I get to do something, even though it's still a disaster. But I have to take yep. a condition to do that. But I at least get to do well, okay. something. So do you know that the Sparrow Corporation... They're a corporation. They the, hate the donkeys. The Sparrow Company actually uh, employs you know donkeys to, to horribly to move cargo around. Juniper's probably looked this up. They probably do have some sort of association with a company that does horrible things to donkeys. Yeah, donkey they, testing. They, maybe, they, maybe they give money to them or something. Some kind of horrible. Yeah, they thing. just have. They yeah, they're terrible. Of course they are. They want blocks I... the pro donkey bill in the Galactic Parliament. I'm going to allow it, Jen. Thank you. I'm using a playbook move. You have but, to allow it. <laughs> exactly. I need you to shout some form of pro donkey thing as you approach. So <laughs> you hit the lever on your cart and fly higher than Flora and zoom over the top of her mm. and then just push the lever back down and speed head first mm -hmm. towards the echo and your carts just sort of crash into each other you have destroyed this cart that is the bad thing that's going to happen to you um, and it is beginning to lose elevation mm -hmm. but the other echo has been completely halted allowing flora to just sort of drive by underneath you both great what do you shout as you kamikaze drive the cart into the echo cart don't think I won't die for these donkeys. The echo tilts its head as if not understanding the relevance and then just shudders as the two carts collide into each other. Um, give me Defy Disaster to either... If you're very successful, you'll jump to Flora's cart as it goes underneath. And if you're mid-successful, mm. you'll jump to the Echo's cart. Okay, fair. Can I just say... I just, it, it, it felt weird to hear Sarah say, I'll allow it and not follow up with, but watch yourself, counsel. <laughs> 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 I was waiting for it. It didn't come. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's rude and out of character. Wow, sorry. Okay, so first, I, I, I do have to have a condition. The condition is... From, from fight for the cause, because uh, in exchange for letting... Oh, okay. Yeah, for, for the cause, in exchange for letting me achieve something, even though I rolled a, less, a six, I, still, I have to take a condition in exchange. I think you feel guilty that you've used the, the animal <laughs> okay. sanctuary to benefit your fight sure. here. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Checks out. Right, defy disaster. With, what was it again? Plus... Daring? You can use or courage, yeah, daring. I can yeah. have daring, great. So that's a seven. 
Okay, so the cart just very quickly loses elevation and you just spring up and grab onto the railing of the Echo's cart and you're just sort of hanging there. You're able to pull yourself up, but you are face to face with another Echo. This is baton drawn, ready to fight. <sighs> oh, damn. Can I very loosely and can i use figure out a person to somehow work out that yeah. these are robots and not people yeah give me a roll plus uh, wit plus wit uh, it's a seven you may ask uh, two questions of these mm-hmm. i think yeah standing up on the echoes hovercraft she's gonna get back to her feet and sort of wipe a, uh, a little bit of blood from her chin with uh, the back of her hand <laughs> say what are you doing this for why do you even care about a company such as this one? So like, you know, trying to say essentially, what do you hope to get from, I meant to loosely interpreting one of the questions that are on the list. It doesn't answer you. It just tilts its head and looks confused as to why are you talking to me? Answer my question, you scab. This is a fair fight. You, you owe me fight banter. That, that's in the rules. Fight. Oh. Sorry, what was that? You're going to have to speak up. It's quite noisy in here. Fight you. Yes. Yes, that's what that's what we're doing. Sorry. sorry. Are, you, are you okay? I'm going to fight you. Uh, okay. Sorry, <laughs> <in> that face. <laughs> These echoes are struggling, aren't they? <laughs> fight. <laughs> um... Seems to have a very limited vocabulary. Wow. Reveal yourself. Show me your face. <gasps> not allowed. Okay, f- fair. I'm not I'm not going to f- force force that. Uh, uh, uh. Well, just fight me. Come on then. <laughs> yep. Roll plus daring, please. Okay, great. Oh, that's a 14. Holy shit. Yeah, I know. I'm great at fighting, terrible at everything else. I've been really good at yes. kicking people this game. <laughs> She's learnt so much from the donkeys. An absolute success. What do you want to happen here? Is this hovercraft okay? Yes. Okay, I would like to grab the wheel and sort of swing it around across the room and try and bash it into a wall to knock this echo out from a height. Not too high, because I don't want... You know, I still... Juniper still probably kind of thinks this is a person, but from enough of a height that they're not about... You know, maybe they break an ankle or something. Okay, so you grab the lever and start to get elevation and then spin it mm. into one of the stacks of filing cabinets, knocking the cabinets yeah. over. But you give it such a hard whack into the metal that the echo just staggers. It swings its baton across at you, just barely missing your head, and then overcorrects mm. its balance and goes headfirst off the cart and topples down to the ground below with like a Bump, like a really heavy oh. as it hits the ground. Is it just me who feels really bad for ephemeral, ephemeral Jones? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, not her circus, not her monkeys. Going <laughs> to be fair. Can I can I swing this cart back around and towards? Just can I do a flyby to make sure this uh, person hasn't broken their neck? <laughs> Seems maybe alive still. I feel a bit bad now. Well, okay, I'll allow that, but first we're going to go to some other places. Fair, fair. Then I want to go rescue Ephemeral Jones from danger. Jazz. As you sit on the sofa, looking out of the bay window, you hear the ding of the elevator go off, and Bethany Durant walks in with Echo. She stops when she sees you and narrows her eyes. Oh, 
you're still here. Echo, go set up my conference call with Darling. I'll be through in a moment. Did my daughter say everything that she wanted to? She did. I have more to say. Not to you, though. Yes, I would imagine you do. My daughter was so uh, besotted with you, Jazz. But the day you ran away from it all was one of the happiest days of my life. You were happy that your daughter's heart was broken. That's well, cold. Even for you. Don't put it like that. That makes me sound like a monster. Well... No, I was, I was just happy that you were gone because scum like you were never going to be good enough for my daughter. You know... I kind of, I wish I could disagree, but clearly I wasn't good enough for her because I did choose to leave, and then I chose to hurt her in a whole other way. You're right, that sucks. I'm a bad person, but if she was happy, why do you care how she reached that happiness? She's your daughter. You should want for her what she wants. What a lovely little world you live in, where such things can be true. But as a Durant, we have a public image to uphold, and you are a tarnish upon that public image. I kind of think the tarnish on your public image is the way you manipulate and mistreat your workers and your consumers. Call me crazy, I think it's all you. <laughs> How simplistic. Oh, your worldview is so narrow. I'd say it's broader than yours. I don't know how wide a worldview defined by money can be. That's a hell of a laser focus you've got there. Profit, profit, profit. And who cares at what cost or where it comes from, right? It was so easy to undermine you at every social function, to make you feel as small as you actually are. You know that? Again, weird flex. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't... I didn't need your help feeling that way, and it wasn't even about you. You get it, right? That's the thing. I wasn't insecure that I wasn't enough for you, I don't think. <sighs> because my insecurity has always been whether I'm enough for me. How nice. Tell me, why have you darkened our door once more, Jazz? Jazz is going to raise a voice in the hope that Madison is listening from inside the room that she's gone into. Because I can't explain what I did to Madison. And I can't ask for forgiveness because it's unforgivable. But I can help at least get her what she deserves, which is what she always wanted. Which was to be in control of her own life, to not be here, living under your thumb and up to these stupid expectations. I want to help her find a life that she wants. And you know what? It's not going to have me in it. I know that. And that's fine. But I'm not leaving her here with you. You have no idea what Madison wants, what's best for Madison. You haven't been here. I have. Now get out of this penthouse before I have Echo throw you off the roof. And she turns to see Madison stood in the doorway, <laughs> just mouth agape. Mum? As the elevator doors open, you're led out into a similarly desolate corridor. Tiddles, 
but Esme walks with purpose, knowing exactly where the communication hub is. The dispatch center is filled with monitors and multiple people checking flight plans and gate clearances. It's a high skill, high pressure job that you could bet any amount of credits they're not getting paid enough for. There is one central hub at the front of the room where a man sits in an office chair, sipping a cup of coffee. Alright, Ezra, where's the fire? And Esme just grabs hold of the back of his chair and pushes it hard across the room and starts flicking switches on the console and turns to you, Tiddles. Once we do this, they're going to send people, Neverly agents, private security, anyone they can to stop us. You can buy us time, right? Of course I can buy you time. However, (laughs) uh, I do ask that you figure out your escape route before we start this. (laughs) Shit. I mean, the way we came, (laughs) the elevator, you just have to clear the route, you know, just whatever goons come, you just, you knock them down. That's what we paid you for, right? She says, sort of like laughy, jokey, but being serious, like, (laughs) but seriously. (laughs) Oh, you haven't even seen the limit of my abilities yet. Don't you worry. Um, And I'm going to have to do something weird and feral just so I've got it primed. (laughs) Primed and ready to go. (laughs) Yeah, she did say that out loud as well. (laughs) Uh, Looking around the room like, I am going to have to do something feral. Is there windows? (laughs) Yes, there are are windows. Get the nips out for the employees. I'm a union cat. I'm a union (laughs) cat. Yes, pretty much. Um, she's gonna <laughs> raise up her top and like just scooch her boobs against the window and just go solidarity forever, <laughs> solidarity forever. Mark a Farrell for me. I will. Thank you kindly. She's not on Manticore yet, but at least she's only in the chamber for later. One more feral. There we go. Esme looks um, confused at what's happening, but realizes that she doesn't have the time. So she just slowly turns her head, goes, All right. Well, we are patched into every van in the fleet and every tannoy across the city. Go ahead, Izzy. (laughs) Just turns to Izzy, like, Oh, shit. (laughs) Dallas grabs you by the arm, Tiddle, as you go to block the corridor to the hub and goes, hey, you got this. (laughs) And Tiddle's just going to go, I know. Nice. Classic. (laughs) And and she's going to, oh no, she's not going to do that because that will take her into Manticore territory. (laughs) Keep it in the chamber. She's just going to nuzzle her face a little bit. That's not too too feral, feral. especially since you are uh, intimate. (laughs) What a way to put that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Izzy just sort of holds the microphone nervously, shaking a little bit before like calming herself and going, okay. (sighs) Sparrow workers, you might not know me, but my name is Izzy Ramos and I'm one of the union captains fighting for better working conditions. I don't feel like it's too much to ask that the people who run this multi-billion credit company treat their employees like people. People should be being paid fairly for their work without an expectation that we grind ourselves into dirt for the financial betterment of a few very rich fucks. But sadly, that isn't how the Durants view us. 
Tiddles. In the corridor at this point, you see Echo flanked by two Neverly agents running down the corridor towards the communication hub. Okay. What do you do? <laughs> She's... Okay, she, um, so she had previously put her titties away right after she did that thing. Sure. <laughs> she's now gonna. She's now just gonna r- rip her shirt off and go, "Come at me!" <laughs> uh, mark that feral. I'm gonna mark that feral. It's got two four now. Yep. So I can no longer hold back the beast. Uh, <laughs> Let the beast out, Helen. <laughs> Let that um, beast, beast out. <laughs> I've become Echmanticore. Uh, or you know, I'm, 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 I'm basically I'm growing. The fluffs getting bigger. The the tail just comes out from behind me. A big old. <laughs> it was scorpion, wasn't it? Yeah, big scorpion <laughs> yeah. tail. Yeah, big scorpion tail. And yeah, I think I'm just gonna fucking twirl my twirl my um, uh, swords in like a cool way, and then like hook one of them like sort of flat flick one of them at the um at the echo oh fun see if it's go hit someone (laughs) (laughs) uh i'm guessing that's daring right seems pretty daring to me i just need to re-remember what feral actually means uh well you have to roll plus daring anyway to see how the effects of the transformation takes place let me do that first (laughs) okay so it's Six, seven, eight, eight, uh, seven to nine, choose one. Okay. Yep. I think maybe, I think the best one probably to use is you can move in ways no ordinary person could in this occasion. Do you know yeah. what I mean? This seems Ooh. like the time to be using that. <laughs> mm. I agree. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Dance between the manticore. Yeah, just like, and like, like almost water. crawling the walls and shit. And like, just sort of oh, taking fuck up space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's good that it's a, cor- a smallish corridor because then, you know, they're going to struggle to get past me, really, aren't they? Mm. <laughs> Impale someone on your scorpion tail. And a scorpion. <laughs> okay, so scorpion. I will um, I'll roll for me hooking a sword at someone. Okay. Nine. A nine but plus two, so 11. 11, you hook both of your hunger mongers um, in opposite directions, and they each clip the neck of a Neverly agent, (laughs) not like slitting their throat open, but like taking them to the ground with force. Dope. uh, And incapacitating them, just leaving the echo standing in the middle, well, running towards you still in the middle. Okay, can I swoop my tail at them and try and knock them over? Yes, like, please. I'll use it like as if it's a as if it's a skipping rope. Like I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna jump up myself, have it swoop underneath me, and hit their legs and come back out like a fucking <laughs> dope shit. If this works. leg swipe them. <laughs> Roll plus daring again. Uh, but meanwhile, <laughs> um, Izzy continues with her speech while this fight is happening. <laughs> They don't don't care care about about us, and in fact, fact, they they plan plan to replace replace us very soon with what Bethany Durant referred to as a proprietary workforce. So we have to take action now. They refuse to acknowledge our union. We're too fucking bad. We need to take a stand and walk out today. Let them see how well their business runs without us. I know it's scary. I know you don't want to risk the stability of your job. I know that for a lot of you, losing your job also means losing your sparrow accommodation. It's a lot to put on the line. But if we don't take a stand today, 
we're gonna lose it all anyway. I hope to see you out in the campuses and upon the walkways. They're going to hear our voice today and they're going to fucking listen. What did you get in your fight roll, Helen? Seven plus two, so that's a nine. A nine? Okay. You bring your tail down. You're not able to knock the echo off its feet, but you smash your tail into the front faceplate of the helmet and hear a crack, but the baton... The stun button that the Echo is holding is brought into your chest and you feel an electric shock go through you and all your fur stands on end. So fluffy. are jolted (laughs) and you fly back a little bit away from the Echo and roll. And as you look up, you see the mirrored faceplate shatter and letting you see what's inside an Echo for the first time. However, the insides don't contain wires and circuitry like you might have imagined. Instead, as the glass falls away, you see the snarling face of a human-dog hybrid. (laughs) They're very reminiscent of you, Tiddles, only canine. Oh, this is sad. I don't want to hurt a dog. (laughs) It's, uh... It's uh, Sarah. It's making me sad. <laughs> um, Jen's so mad at you right now. <laughs> but it's a little dog. I'd rather have been robots. I let you think it was robots for a whole fortnight. Yeah, we we had an out. We had a conversation in real life, and you you let me just talk about them. Like I was like, well, obviously they're robots. Oh, obviously. <sighs> And dogs are loyal as well, so they get Obviously. taught something and then they'll just do that thing. That's why they're the perfect proprietary workforce. Oh, oh Sarah. But who's going to rub their tummies at the end of the night and tell them they're good boys? I pushed one off a thing. I pushed oh, wait, one back off- in the archives, Jen. No. <laughs> Sarah, I thought they were robots. Oh, Jen is so guilty right now. <laughs> hey, Jen, is the dog in the room with you? Is no. he staring at you judgingly? <laughs> why would you do this to my dog friends? No. <laughs> Sarah, I want to swing. Well, I do still want to swing my little hover cart down and just check on. Make sure that, that dog. the echo's not dead. Don't tell me they're whining. <laughs> oh, monster. Jesus. <laughs> Good. You hit the lever and bring the levitation on the cart down to a lower point and you see that the echo is getting back up to its feet and looks up at you with anger. Well, you can't tell it's anger. It just yeah. looks up at you through its mirrored like faceplate. Yeah, yeah it, it's really like uh, breathing hard though. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a tongue out underneath that visor. <laughs> yeah. So it's so steamed up inside that visor, man. <laughs> I'm... Juniper's going to think momentarily about nobly rescuing Ephemeral Jones and then realise priorities don't get distracted and she's going to take this cart and hair off after Flora. Okay, you are able to book it to the front of the room and as you lower your cart towards the entrance door where Flora is waiting for you, you can see distantly that the echoes are on foot sprinting towards Damn. you but you've got cart distance on them distance. Um, so you you can make a break for the elevators at this point. Great. Run, run, Flora, run! Oh my god, okay. Good. Great running. Where are we going? Are we going back to the ship? I don't know. Yes, yes, I guess. Let's go. I guess. We're being chased. Um, Okay. The others others will get themselves out. Uh, 
Why do they have stormtroopers here? I don't know. I've it, it, That's just um, Duran's personal guard, isn't it? There's two of them. I thought there was just the one Echo. Oh, I thought maybe Echo was one uh, person. I thought it was someone with a very cool name. Keep running. I thought it was someone with a very cool name. But it ding. turns out Echo... Jamming that button. Ding, get in. Um, <laughs> it turns out Echo is maybe a, a brand. Can you buy oh. an Echo from Sparrow? I hope not. That sounds awful. Yeah. No, I've never sold an Echo. Good. good. Um... Jab, 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 zero. Ground floor, ground floor. <laughs> okay, ground floor. <laughs> and the elevator starts moving, um, and you are safely descending down the building. Well. For now. Well, I fought one, and it was very heavy, and then it looked at me angrily, I could tell. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, well. Something weird's going on. Maybe we should get the others. Yeah. I think we just we just have to book it. We okay. just have to leave. Okay. That, yeah, we'll rendezvous at the ship. That's standard. That's standard protocol. They all they all know that. You know the way back to the ship, right? <laughs> she she widens her eyes. Flora, you know the way around here, right? Ah <laughs> Bugger. <laughs> back in the penthouse, Madison looks aghast. Uh, all the things her mum just said to you, Jazz. I can't fucking believe this. She doesn't have any words. She just, she just looks at the ground solemnly. I'm sorry, Madison. It's a genuine offer, genuinely open, because you deserve more than this. She doesn't need anything from you. No, she doesn't. She can do anything she wants on her own, but sometimes it's nice to have someone you can reach out to to help you. And that's not you, was is anything, it? Was anything I said untrue, Madison? You are better than her. You do deserve better than her. She deserves better than you too. Madison walks forward, looks her mum in the eyes, and just shakes her head before grabbing your hand, Jazz, and bolting for the elevator. I'm real sad I didn't have anything that I could jump out the window with. That would have been much cooler, but let's go. <laughs> We're so fucking high up. I, listen, it's, I've been training. <laughs> I've had practice. Also, that would alert Tiddles um, to come get you, and she's kind of busy right now. True. So, you know. True. Durant looks round in bewilderment and then just starts, like, coming towards the elevator at speed like how dare you be so ungrateful after everything that i've done for you and the doors close okay yeah, i was gonna say jazz is like half drawing herself like, like am i gonna have to stab your mother in front of me? <laughs> wouldn't it be great madison i um i'm really sorry for that there's nothing that i can say or explain and i don't want to i i get that but i i hope you'll let me help you yeah yeah, I just need to get out of here right now, and you are the best option I have for that. So let's just go, okay? We don't need to, we don't need to say anything more. We don't need to relitigate. We're just leaving. Okay, then let's leave. She says that, but the entire time she hasn't let go of your hand, oh, no. and she's holding on so tight. Oh, I think Jazz didn't notice, and then kind of looks down, and also doesn't know what to do with that and is just gonna let Madison have what she needs. If that's a hand to hold, if Madison wants to let go, she's just gonna, she's just gonna meet the vibes. Back in the communication hub, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Izzy spikes the microphone down upon the dispatch desk 
and turned to Dallas and Osborne and goes, was that good? I didn't manage to fit any Cars free quotes in, so I don't know how powerful <laughs> it actually was. Stunning. Like, yeah, f- thumbs up. We should go. <laughs> and they all bucket into the corridor to see you facing off with a dog echo. <sighs> Is it bad that I genuinely don't know what to do with this? Because clearly it's like... I mean, I don't think Tiddles has put... Tiddles hates dogs. Well, that's true. You have said that repeatedly. That's true. Tiddles also surely has sympathy. Yeah, feels Mm -hmm. sympathy for a dog-human hybrid. Like, that's a different thing, I guess. Mm. Yeah. But also you're feral right now. Yeah, feral, so I don't really give a shit. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, yeah, fair play. Um, So Tiddles is going to try and incapacitate the dog echo i guess okay just give me a defy disaster if you succeed you will create the opportunity for you all to get into an elevator and get the hell out of the glass tower okay um so i've got to say what i'm willing to sacrifice though haven't i is that a thing yes oops yeah, we've not I, I, been I certainly that. rule that we've been remembering and using the whole time don't worry about it <laughs> yeah what would you be willing to sacrifice um Hmm, what would I be willing to sacrifice? Some of my fur? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I guess that makes it easier if she rolls uh, six or seven to nine now. I get burnt. Um, so da- daring or grace? Uh, either is fine because they're both plus two. <laughs> daring it is. Okay, so six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Oh, the echo squares its shoulders towards you and goes woof and then sort of starts charging mightily uh, and you just wham your tail into it knocking it against the glass and it falls to the floor unconscious maybe or at least just incapacitated for now yeah um and you hear the ding of elevator doors open to your left and Esme and Izzy run past towards the elevator and Dallas just grabs hold of one of your legs. I, I like, grab onto my uh, gotta go. I grab onto my uh, swords from the uh, two Neverly agents as well, just sort of. Yeah. <laughs> as, as you run towards the elevator, you pull them both out of the ground, technically freeing Neverly agents, but they don't have time to react. And you will pile into the elevator, which also just happens to have Flora and Juniper in. Nice. Oh, hello. Quick, 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 quick. We have to go. <laughs> yes, ground, ground, ground. Uh, everyone's, everyone's, it's one of those like uh, awkward elevator moments where everyone's kind of just kind of crowd in around, around yeah, Tiddles. It's a massive like, Tiddles. And <laughs> this big fucking um, uh, scorpion tail. Uh, like. Yeah. Juniper's pressed up close against your phone. She's like, she's, when you're not looking, she just goes, Oh, it's so soft. <laughs> <laughs> just a little cozy. As the elevators let out on the ground floor, the elevators on the opposite side of the hall ding, and Jazz and Madison also walk out into the hall of the glass tower at the exact same time. What a coincidence this all is. What a coincidence. <laughs> such a coincidence. This is actually great timing because neither Flora nor I know, know the way back to the... Uh, Shit. Jazz seeing a bigger problem in the future based on everyone's faces. It's just gonna step between Madison and everyone else. Like, is that's duh. Uh, wait, I don't know who that is. I wasn't in any of those scenes. <laughs> um, t- <laughs> Tiddles is just gonna go. Uh, so, um, yeah, this is uh, yeah, w- yeah. That's okay. 
That's who um, that is. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Is he? The, is he Esme <gasps> and Dallas do look a little bit trepidatious that the COO yeah. is in the? Um, I'm like, hey, everyone. This is Madison. She's leaving this place. Just like us. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I shall make no judgments on your decisions. We'll talk later. Let's go. Um, Izzy, how about you lead the way? Okay. How, <laughs> how are you doing, I'm, by yeah. the way, Izzy? How is it for you? You having a good day? Yeah, actually, I'm feeling pretty buzzed. Oh, cool. Okay. Can I? Um... Great, me too. Yeah, it's been wild. I fought some robots. I think they might be robots. Ugh. I'm not going to... Yeah, they're robots and Tiddles turns back into a cat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Tiddles. I pushed one from a great height. It would have been quite mm. um, dangerous if they weren't a robot. I realised when I was fighting the second one and it spoke to me like a robot that they must have been robots because there was two of them and they acted in just the same way. Mm-hmm. To- yeah. Did you realise there's more than one Echo, by the way? Oh, yeah. Echo isn't just one person. That's they're robots. Shocking. I think maybe I think, we'll have this conversation when we get to somewhere yeah, safe. I think we like should, should uh, leave. Yeah, we're walking. I, we're I running. imagine that this is a conversation that's happening as you're running <laughs> yeah. across yeah. it. Yeah, but Jennifer's getting more and more out of breath as we go. <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah. Um, I think it might be robots. Tiddles is going to turn to uh, Dallas and be like, "So, what did you uh, think of the uh, Manticore?" <laughs> Always game. Always game. Pretty hot. Nice. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Maybe I. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I get feral later. Huh. I can probably help with that. Mm, maybe you could. Ooh. Ja- I feel like just Jazz is at the back with Madison just being like, should I say something about how weird the people I'm with are? Or should I just keep it inside? <laughs> just leave it. <laughs> just doesn't say anything. Beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> of, of all of us, I feel Madison might get that you'd hang out with weird people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she seems to know you. <laughs> Better, one might say, than I know myself. Mm. As you approach the ship and look back across Sparrow Warehouse, you see the beginnings of people leaving and taking to the streets in what could be the start of a strike. But for now, it's probably best just to hide out in the ladies who launch for a hot second. No one will know we're there. Inconspicuous. It's so inconspicuous. (laughs) Get on board, everybody. Everybody on board. On board. Quietly, everybody on board. Everybody sneak on. No one on their way here. I'll go activate the uh, the camouflage sensors. What's the camouflage? It, it just <laughs> it just puts like a big dress over. Her. <laughs> so she she's like... wearing camo. <laughs> just changes camo her dress print. to camo. <laughs> it's a camo. It's that. a camo print. Uh, yeah, just a camo print dress. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> That is brilliant. I love that. Um, Camo mode. Okay, you sort of you spread out amongst the kitchen area like you did the day before. Everyone feeling familiar with this layout of the ship, apart from Madison, who now lets go of your hand, Jazz, and sort of um, stands arms folded in a corner. If you need to be away from all this, I can take you somewhere. Quiet. I mean, and leave you there. Um, we've got some stuff that we need to f- finish here before I can get you out of here for real. That's fine. That's fine. I'm just, you know what? It's fine. I, can I just have a moment, Jazz, please? Yeah. It, do you, if you go out into the corridor and turn right, there's, 
mean, it's my bedroom, but I you couldn't. Are you trying to find the toilet? No. No. June? I can show you the June? way if you want. June? Madison, I'd be happy to show you the way. June, not now. Juniper, I think everyone would like some pancakes. Really? Yeah. If <laughs> <Her throat laughs> okay. goes down again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tiddles. <laughs> um, as you begin to get out the fixing for pancakes, mm-hmm. Juniper, um, Flora sits on the kitchen island nearby, rifling through the files <gasps> that she stole yes. from the locker. And just trying to make heads or tails of them. And Dallas comes over as well and starts trying to understand them. And Flora goes, okay, okay. So seems to be a lot of schematics here. Okay. We may have just stolen like the inner workings of the Sparrowgate, which is a bit of a (gasps) crime. We just did a crime. But a good one though. Oh, Flora, you're brilliant. These are great. Oh, congratulations on your first big crime. This is wonderful. This is really great stuff. How do you feel? Do you feel buzzed inside? Do you feel I don't electric? Know if I wanted to do a crime. I wanted to do a journalism. Oh, Flora. One and the same. Uh, it seems like these technically probably by proxy belong to Madison anyway. You could just ask a favour of Madison, maybe. Oh, a good Was point. it okay that I stole these? <laughs> Madison's checked out. Madison is not paying attention to this conversation. And Flora just slowly turns back and starts looking at the schematics again like... Mm-hmm. I think that was an implicit yes. Yeah, right, maybe. Um, uh, and then she stops and scowls at the thing and goes, what? Hold on. Look at the copyright of these schematics. It says Dr. McDowell. Do you think they killed him and stole his designs no but maybe yes <gasps> I like I, oh god i hope not his poor family said the quiet part but out possibly just they killed him <laughs> <laughs> quite possibly oh flora this is brilliant oh, journalism this is a journalism this is a journalism you're a, you're a superb journalist and she's gonna grab flora's sort of wrist in excitement like in a nice way <gasps> okay well um Shit, I should send the copies of these to my publisher right now, just so we, like... Yes, we, we have evidence. a fax machine okay. upstairs. Great. A space that fax works. machine. <laughs> oh my God. Why have we got a fax um, machine? <laughs> Don't question it. Why have we got a but, ship shaped like a waitress from a 50s diner? Because okay? Juniper bought it cheap. Cool. Because it was it went on, it went on cool. auction because it used to be a, it used to be a fucking diner. So like, you know. And it's cool. And it's dope. You all keep forgetting to say and it's cool. And it's cool. <sighs> Thank you. <laughs> As you and Flora head up to the fax machine, you see that outside the ship everything goes dark. Uh-oh. Power to Sparrow Warehouse has been cut, almost certainly a deliberate act. The only thing providing light to the moon is the glow of the Sparrow Gates above, and of course the glass tower itself, which still appears to have enough power. We, we look out through the, the eyes, the windows at the front of the plane. The um, plane? <laughs> the ship? The boat? I, it's, it's a space term. If you're a real space pirate, you'll call... Your <laughs> ship, a plane, right? Okay, just I got you, like I got you, submariners I got call submarines boats. It's like that's a, because they're technically there, boats. You know, <laughs> yeah, well, well, ships are technically planes. 
I'm not sure oh, that's yeah. true. But oh, okay. she got you there. I got you there. Well, they have to be partially planes in order to get into a, into the atmosphere, surely. Like yeah. Do out. they? Or are Thank they partially you. rockets to get into the atmosphere? Well, at this point, surely, because you have to reuse them, then they probably do have a plane <laughs> element to them. I don't know. Look, I'm just saying it's futuristic. We don't know. We just don't know at this point. Anyway, you look out the eyes of the plane, Jen. Yeah. <laughs> at the darkness, and it's going to be like a dramatic wide shot with... Um, Juniper and Flora standing and looking out through the eyes across the darkness of the planet. Do they kiss? And um, and maybe in the darkness, Juniper will sort of gently reach for Flora's hand and say, "It's starting." <laughs> what? <laughs> it's it's beginning. Sorry, sorry. It just felt uh, something's beginning. I guess I guess they're going to do a, a strike now, and there's it, maybe it'll be. It seems a little maybe like it might be not a war, but like a, a battle. And it yeah, seems like a momentous moment, think... you know, it's gone dark and and then we're going to have to maybe fight think... some more people and take over the company and seize power and also expose them for their corruption and what they did to Dr. McDowell and, and we're going to become heroes once again. We're going to defeat them through the power of um, unions and it's going to be fabulous. Yeah. Gosh, how exciting. I love the moment when it's all beginning. Sorry, I get very excited about things sometimes. Oh. No, it's cool. It's nice. Is it not? It's not an electric moment. You don't find this moment electric. It's fine. You don't have to find this moment electric. It's, it's okay. I find it scary. Scary. I find that I, I'm not used to doing things like what we did today. No. Um. Yes. I, I forget that not everyone is used to throwing themselves in the way of danger quite this much. It's. Uh, it's okay. It'll be okay. That's the thing, Flora. I know it'll be okay because it always has been thus far. It's always worked out. Don't say that. <laughs> are you are you trying to do an entice? I don't know. I don't know either. That's why I, I didn't call for it. I think this is very enticing. Do you? I think it's okay. pretty. To be fair, it's you've fair. done less I enticing things than rolled fair, dice. To be fair, <laughs> that's true. It's a pretty dope moment. Like if you were yeah. to kiss now, yeah. that'd be a pretty good moment to kiss if you wanted to kiss Flora. I, I don't you know. know. It feels like yeah, you're kiss. offering like reassurance. There's also, and... finally, kiss in a dangerous situation. Yeah. It's not that dangerous. But it's a little but... bit. Well, it's, it's danger in that like there's a wider danger. Yeah, it's a wider danger. It's a tense moment of tension. But maybe you want to keep it as a moment of tension and then have a good kiss later in a really dangerous moment. Yeah. Wow. Oh. This is the question. Yeah, because that'll give you a plus one forward to Ooh. getting to safety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good point. Mm-hmm. But you might oh, want to kiss anyway. That was a mechanical benefit. <laughs> but it's finally kissed. Yeah, it's, it has oh, to be like your, your, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like you the, know what? the end point of tension. I can instead offer emotional support. Go ahead. But I, did you give me a condition in the end? You did give me guilty, right? Yes, yes. Oh, okay, that's a minus two to emotional support. <laughs> Oh. Oh, this happens every time. Well, roll plus heart for me. <laughs> Tragic. I rolled a four. That's a total Oof. four. Whoa. I'm so bad at this. It will be okay. It's literally never not been okay. I'm here and I've done this many times and I've thrown myself in the way of danger and I've always come out on top. Eventually things will be fine. I just know they will. So don't worry about it, Flora. It's best not to it's think not too hard about it and to just Juniper, do it. Juniper, it's not going to be okay. The fax machine's not working. They've cut communication to the moon. No, oh no, you just have to smack it really hard on the side. It does that at first. You smack it and it still oh. shows an error message saying there's no signal. Right. Well, let's... How else can we get this information out there? Carrier pigeon? Is that... She looks... She looks out 
across the darkness and sees the lit up glass tower. Oh, I still haven't learned the way, Flora. We can't go back there. Really? This isn't... <sighs> hey, how do you think everyone would feel about flying the ship into the tower? Bad. Bad? Not good. Oh, so we should... Okay, fine, 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 fine. I won't, I won't do that. I won't do that. I won't do that. Um, I, I think <laughs> you go back down. Okay. Yeah, I think Flora <laughs> starts going back down to the dining area. Juniper just runs a hand over the uh, the controls. Just as, as Flora's left the room, she's in the room on her own for a moment. She just runs her hands over the control and goes, Soon, my beauty. One day. <laughs> to the fax machine? No, to the control <laughs> of the ship. If the fax machine is in the... <laughs> but also to the fax machine. <laughs> I love the idea that there's just a fax machine next to the like pilot's the console. <laughs> Really important factors, you, you got to send faxes? them while you're driving. Yeah, you got <laughs> to do it as you drive. Oh, my pretty, I will use you uh, one I've, day. Not many I'll people need you, you but I will use you one day. <laughs> if only anyone Flora, else owned a fax machine that we could send the faxes to. <laughs> I think Flora explains the situation with the power out to everyone in the dining area. And, it, and then Esme's like... Oh, I imagine that the communication hub still has power and the ability to communicate the place we just were. <laughs> mm, yes. Uh, so I have a proposal. It um, might sound a little crazy, but don't judge me too hard. How about we fly the sh- ship into the tower? Sounds no? like a great idea. Jazz, yes, I knew you were good for this kind of thing. Do you think, do you think the ship, uh, which one do you think is harder, the tower or the ship? Well... Last time we were on planet, I did get the shield serviced. Uh-huh. So I think we'll be okay. But if everyone kind of doesn't feel great about jamming the ship directly into the tower with all of us on it, then we don't have to do that. I just think it would be pretty cool. Well, quite, uh, quite bold. Mm. If How we- many people are in the tower how many people are in the... Because I guess we're not the only ones we have to worry about, right? Yeah. Well, we could just park it next... I just... Don't. And also, the, I mean, the, 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 the inherent problem is that, like, you're implying that our very cheap, very flimsy ship is going to hold up against hey! quite an expensive I told building. told you. She, she cost me a lot of money. Yeah, um... I was not as much as that d- skyscraper d- cost. I don't know I'm if guessing. you remember just this, wanna, Juniper, but I just, was there when you decided to buy the ladies who launch... And I'm you just know, we, f- we we upgraded to the ladies you launched, but it was a it was a it was more of a sideways upgrade, you know? Look, cast no aspersions upon my ship. It was just a suggestion. I thought it would be a quicker way of getting us to the communications floor. But it's fine. We can walk back. But it does mean that it's gonna have to be more than just me and Flora going back there. Because I don't know the way, because this planet's stupid. Um Dallas goes, you know, in terms of the plan, flying the ship into the tower hypothetically hopefully everyone would have left the tower and be out striking and those that stayed are scabs but we can't we can't be sure about that and also it does sound like a bad idea dangerous they tap they tap the sound the side of the ship and you see like a hollow metal sound like, <laughs> yeah, and a dent yeah. forms yeah. it's drywall <laughs> fist <laughs> goes through oh no that bit don't touch that bit that's that's not mm-hmm. representative of the entire ship it I'd kind of that, is that corner Tiddle, of Tiddles just sort of feels the arm that's knocked the ship <laughs> beefy hench nice sturdy nice um, 
Nice. I'm, if I'm being honest, I'm, I'm down to go back. This is a cause worth fighting for, and it gives us leverage. Yeah, okay. and I, of course I'll go. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's what you hired us for. Okay, great, good. We're so. not, we're not, we're not leaving until until we figure this out for you guys. There's too many people here relying on it. Okay, um, slight hiccup though. I would imagine. Uh, none of our key cards are going to work anymore. I imagine that the building will be on the tightest lockdown and we won't be able to access it. Oh, and we've infiltrated before. Jazz like cracks her neck one way and cracks her neck the other way and then like really reluctantly turns her head oh. towards Madison. <laughs> <laughs> Madison, who is pretending not to be paying attention to anything, just raises her head and goes... Fine, I can I can fucking get us in. Thank you. I'm um trying this new not running away from people who need me kind of thing. Tiddle, she's growing. No. No. Let's let's do the right thing. Tiddles look. It's character growth. Tiddles Jazz flips Juniper <laughs> off to one side. Tiddles purposely looks in a different direction. <laughs> Sorry, you weren't meant to hear that. I will explore that character growth next time on the final episode of Thirsty Sword Lesbians. <gasps> Character growth. Yeah. You've been listening to Roll Plus Heart. This was the fifth episode of our second season of Thirsty Sword Lesbians, a game by April Kit Walsh. Your GM was Sarah Keep and your players were Bex Watson as Jazz Vell, Helen Gaffney as Tiddles and me, Jen Blundell, as Juniper Poutine. If you want to know more about the show, about who edits it, about who makes our music, about how to get in contact with us, about where to buy stuff from us, about how to join our Patreon, about what else we do, head to the episode description. All the information is there. There's even links so you can click on them to make life easy for you. An extra special thanks, of course, goes out to all our patrons who support us on patreon.com from as little as £1 a month. Go check it out if you want extra audio content from us, not from other people, from us. So you know it's good. If you would like to hear more from us, me and Sarah are on the actual play podcast Quest Fantastic. Uh, I do a film podcast called Jen and the Film Critic. Bex is streaming again on Twitch at Starling Dust. And Helen has started an unboxing YouTube channel where she steals parcels from in front of other people's front doors and undoes them and says what inside and then chucks it all in the bin she's only interested in keeping the cardboard box itself it's beautiful really it's like a it's a metaphor for uh something the sixth and final part of the second season of thirsty sword lesbians will be out on wednesday the 17th of january so until then bleep blorp bleep blorp at least i'm a robot bleep blorp Five, four, three, two, one. Click Ow. for Sarah. You know, clap, clap, Sarah. You're gonna stop me from clapping. Never. I just say, Paul Salt is surprised every time we record together when I go and clap for Sarah. He's always like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Other people. Sure. Okay. Sarah. It's like we record with all the same people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hope that one day, like, he'll do it with another, like, maybe the roll plus heart. Like, roll, roll to cast. We're roll plus heart. Fuck it. We are. <laughs>
the role to cast people and then they'll start doing it with you know like and slowly it yeah, will I'd spread yeah I'd like it to just go around like, the world forever hey why do podcasters always say and a clap for Sarah what does that mean I just really hope that happens one day you know <laughs> yeah, one day one day we'll get it we'll get there one day yeah one we'll day the rainbow one connection one day mm. my clap will come <laughs> so I, I'm not sure about that Helen oh. you should be getting tested oh, Helen. <laughs> need to yeah. go to the doctors need to go to the doctors oh. Someone not something to actively wish for as, as if that was my um, what's the word you know the songs that, that princesses I do I, I want songs <laughs> I want the clap I, want <laughs> I just want to get some I don't care if I get just a venereal disease I just want a bit of chlamydia. I, you know, I feel like I've not lived until I've had at least a tiny bit of chlamydia. Just a scooch. Oh, just, just a scooch of chlamydia. chlamydia. Just a little bit of chlamids. Oh, please, Mama, just a scooch of chlamydia. Just a little chlamid. Oh, we can't afford a scooch of chlamydia this Christmas, Helen, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, Mama, I shall go out onto the streets, dress myself as a boy and find us a scooch of chlamydia for Christmas. <laughs> Oh, God. I shall work if I have to. I'm not sure about the implications of that, Jen. Mother, I will sell matches. I shall sell matches, Mother, and I shall buy us some chlamydia. Oh, what a heartwarming story. Keep the power alive for me. I'm going a to Christmas come story for the ages. It really is. Warms the cockles. Warms the cockles. <laughs> no, that's one way to catch I hope it. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. God bless us with chlamydia, everyone. everyone. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. We're really on form today, I feel. Oh, yeah. Yep. We're certainly on something. It's good to get it's good to get the credit sequence out the way early. Oh, just straight in. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice, it's nice. It makes it easier for me because I can be like, yeah, remember you know exactly the credits was right at the start. Yeah. Yep. Easy. Mm-hmm. Fucking mm-hmm. piece of piss. You don't have to piss. think about anything now. Piece of fucking piss. Piece of piss, but it does burn. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. 